Come on, knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. We've been wanting to tell you all about what we're watching too. Well, hey there, Real Phil's fans. It's Drew here, and welcome back to another episode of What Are You Watching? Hey, happy holidays. I hope everybody had a great Christmas. Good times with Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you guys celebrate, don't celebrate. Let's just hope that everyone is having all them feels with their friends, family, and loved ones this holiday season. Now, guys, today we're going to be kind of recapping a little bit of my watch list, but also my recommendation list for you guys for some holiday horror. Now, the best thing that I love about holiday horror is that it doesn't necessarily have to go along with Christmas. It can go along with any holiday around the December period time. Or if it's just about winter, you guys can eat that stuff up right along with it. So guys, get ready. It's time for some holiday horror recommendations. Now, none of these are in any particular order. They are just a top five list that I made. I will have some honorable mentions as well. But guys, we're going to start off with one that I introduced to a uh, a few co-workers of mine, and they absolutely fell in love with it. This is a movie that is now a holiday tradition for me and my household, which is really just me and the cat. But you all know Frodo. You love Frodo. He is, he is the real Phil's podcat. He enjoys it just as much as I do. But guys, I'm talking about 2015's Krampus. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle bells Merry Christmas! Looks like Martha Stewart threw up in here. This is delicious, honey. A little dry. Well, mine's delicious. Mine's dry. Do you want to trade? It's the It's Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas. With those holiday greetings and How are we going to survive Christmas with 12 people stuck in a house with no heat and no electricity? Or food. There's plenty of leftovers, Howard. Beer it is. It's the weirdest thing. There's no cars, no people. How long can this keep up? We heard something on the roof. What the hell is this? St. Nicholas is not coming this year. Instead, a much darker ancient spirit. Those are hooves. Elk or goat? What kind of goat walks on its hind legs? His name is Krampus. He and his helpers did not come to give, but to take. Hold on to each other. He is the shadow of Saint Nicholas.
that's gonna happen on Christmas. Now, many times throughout the holiday season, things can get a little stressful, okay? You're cooking, you're rapping, you're dealing with family, in-laws, stubborn friends, drunk friends, who cares? If you can get yourself a good comedy, it, it all seems like things are just going to be right in the world, right? Now, if you can get a good horror comedy, that's where it's at. And Krampus is just one of those films... It just it hits on so many levels for so many people. Adam Scott in this film is hilarious. David Kochner, I mean, his sarcasm is almost on the same lines as Anchorman, but he's just a hoot in this film. Tony Collette is so funny. And she's like that frustrated mom that we all know, we all love, and we all know has finally kind of like hit their limit. Now, Conchata Farrell, who plays Aunt Dorothy, I I love, love her character. It's unfortunate she passed away three years ago because I think that I've, I've always loved her from the days. That I, I think she was in Step by Step, but she was the, the housemaid, the kind of like housekeeper in uh, Two and a Half Men. I think her playing Aunt Dorothy, she is the unfiltered relative that just speaks their mind. She looks at the house, all the decorations, and she's like, good God, Martha Stewart threw up in here. Love it. I absolutely love her. Now, we also love Krista Stadler. Krista Stadler plays Omi, the grandmother. She knows what's happening. She knows what's out there. We all really love Omi. MJ Anthony plays Max, the young boy who basically kind of rips up his letter in frustration to Santa and like casts it to the wind and says, screw this. Like, I hate Christmas. I hate all of you. And he brings on the wrath of Krampus to his family. Guys, Krampus is, as I say, a hoot and a half. If y'all have not seen Krampus, get with it. It is providing holiday festiveness. There's wisecrack jokes to both the situational comedy, but also to family experiences. And you're getting folklore and you're getting blood and you're getting some violence and you're getting creature feature at the same time. The design for Krampus is outstanding, and I don't think anybody can argue against that. 2015's Krampus. Go ahead and watch it. Now, coming along the lines of a slasher. There's really one slasher that I think a lot of people would 100% agree is quintessential. It's perfect. It needs to happen in the holiday season. Black Christmas, 1974. This movie is just in your face. There is a kill right off the bat, which is immediately disturbing. Guys, if you haven't seen Black Christmas... Do yourself a favor. Check it out. You can find it on really any streaming service. Tubi's got it. Go watch it for free. Black Christmas. My mother's taking a place up at Mont Holly's. Anyone else want to come? Yeah. Sounds like fun. Great. How about you, Claire? Uh, no thanks, Barb. I've made some other plans. We're just having a little party. 
Hey, quiet! It's him again! Jingle bell, jingle bell rock. Listen, you pervert, why don't you go over to Lamb of Kai? They could use a little of this. Jingle bell square in the frosty air. Yeah, I was supposed to meet my daughter here. Her name's Claire Harrison, do you know her? I'm sure you'll find her at the fraternity house. Have you seen Claire today? No one knows where she is. No, not since last night. Hello? Hello? Some of the girls are over here today, but I haven't seen Claire. Well, what the hell are you planning to do about it? 90% of the time, girls are reported missing from the college. They're at a cabin somewhere with a boyfriend. A high school girl's been murdered. Claude? Claude? Now, Black Christmas in recent years has gotten some bad slack, or so I should mention the 2019 remake with Carrie Elwes um, has gotten some bad slack, as it should. I'm sorry, folks. I am much to my chagrin. I, I will honor people's feelings. If you like the 2019 version, folks, you do you. You go like what you like. I will... I will feel so much joy for you if you enjoy it. I am not one of those people, guys. The This remake was so bad. It has almost nothing to do with the original. They try to basically, I don't know, like embody the, they, they, they tried to give an embodiment to toxic masculinity and it's a weird way to do it. It's a super weird way to do it. Now, there's some good kills, but it's not a good remake. The 2006 one, you know what? I've had people say that this was a waste of a good cast. I've had some people say that it was not so much of a good remake, but there's there's good moments to it. I like the 2006 version. I really do. But we're talking about 1974, Black Christmas. Guys, this is a film where you have... Some crazy dude coming back to a sorority house, which used to be his real house. And he gets inside and he's picking people off one by one. And he's doing it in such like meticulous little ways. It's creepy. You also kind of you wonder, like, why has nobody checked this place? And. You just got to go along for the ride. Black Christmas is one of those movies where. You have to put yourself in the position of your main protagonist. You've got to answer the phone call. you got to listen for the creaks that are upstairs. you got to, like, hide in every single dark corner. And then suddenly you see an eyeball kind of peering out at you. And you hear a child's whisper. And you see blood dripping from the doorknob. This is that movie. Black Christmas, a fantastic holiday slasher, cannot cannot recommend it enough. Now, let's move on to something that's a little bit for the kids, but it's definitely for us who were either born or grew up in the 80s. This is our childhood horror that is a Christmas film. We're going to go with a little bit of Joe Dante, people. 
This is 1984's Gremlins. Billy Pelser has a nice home. Billy, is that you? Yeah, Mom, it's me. A nice job. A nice girl. If you're not doing anything this Thursday night, maybe you'd like to uh, go out on a date with me? I'd love to. And loving parents who are about to give him... You're gonna like this. No, 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 don't shake it. We're gonna have to open it now. It won't wait till Christmas. The most unusual gift <laughs> he ever got. What is it? No. It's your new pet. Come on, Barney, be a good dog. My dad gave it to me. But there are a few things to keep in mind. If you expose it to the light, you may hurt it. If you get it wet, it will multiply. All that from water? They got wet? Yeah, plain water. And most important, no matter how much they beg, never, never let them eat after midnight. Because when they do, they change. They become clever. Mischievous. Going on here. And dangerous. Gremlins, huh? Little monsters. Right. Hundreds of them. Well, I, I don't know, maybe thousands. They've been here too. Billy, what are these things? Where did they come from? Look, I know it sounds crazy, I know. But in a few hours, you're gonna have a major disaster on your hands. Directed by Joe Dante. They'll be expecting you. Now, we all know the rules. You don't feed them after midnight. You don't get them wet. And that mogwai will stay cute and sing and whistle the tunes that all you want. This movie is so fantastic. I mean... These creature designs are adorable. You gotta love them. You gotta love this little town. You have villains. You have a crotchety old lady. You have a man who doesn't respect foreign cars. This is America, right? Come on now. It's, it's a cute film. And surprisingly violent. Who doesn't love when the gremlins get out of control? They're flashing people. They're drinking beer. They're blowing shit up. When they invade mom's kitchen, she shoves one in the microwave. She, she sticks the other one and she grinds it up in the blender. These little moments where you're like, you're almost like cheering for the screen. You're cheering for the blood, right? But you have an ultimate winner. It's a little bit of an adventure film for it in some sense. It's a fantastic little film. It's super fun. Zach Galligan, I, I think, is just a hoot in it. Obviously, you gotta love, you know, Corey Feldman. I've always loved the dad, Hoyt Axton. I've always loved the sincerity of the father. Like, he's, he's really trying. I mean, he's almost like a Mr. Magoo about it. But he's really trying. And... You cannot tell me that if a movie has Dick Miller in it, it's not going to be fantastic. Dick Miller is an American treasure, and I will not hear otherwise, people. You watch your tone. All right. Gremlins, 1984. Show it to the kids when they're a little bit old enough and they're ready for it. 
and you're ready to share that magic with them. Now, back in 1980, you had a horror mystery film directed by Lewis Jackson. If I'm not mistaken, one of its biggest supporters was was John Waters. And it's Christmas Evil. Good boys, Scotty. But if you're bad boys and girls, your name goes in the bad boys and girls book, and I'll bring you something horrible. We hope all the boys and girls out there have been good this year, don't we, Bill? We sure do. I have something for you. I have superlative taste. Santa Claus. That's the only way the police can identify him. Merry Christmas, Frank. It's scary. He's gonna get you. Avoid anyone dressed as Santa Claus. Don't make Merry kids Christmas. scared again. They won't think everything's coming to them so easy. They're bad. Santa's hit list is goddamn selective. He's making a list. Checking it twice. Gonna find out who's naughty or... No, 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 it wasn't any of these Santa Clauses. His suit had dark fur. Don't! It's gonna hurt our kids. We're not even sure it's him. Not sure my ass. Look at the fur on that suit. Brandon Maggart plays Harry, a man who absolutely loves Christmas. He loves keeping a list of kids who are behaving, not behaving. He wants to think himself Santa Claus. He works at a toy factory. He loves the spirit. He loves everything about the season. But he's keeping a watchful eye. And when he kind of realizes that he's getting the raw end of this deal... Harry kind of snaps. But guys, you won't find a villain that I think in a Christmas film that you're going to like more. Because he is the villain, but he's also like our protagonist, right? I I think this movie is is very good. It's It's a hoot to watch. It has such a simple plot, yet... There's so much about it. And of course, you question a little bit of the plot holes here and there, but I don't know. There's something about Christmas Evil that I genuinely enjoy. Now, I didn't watch Christmas Evil this season. I actually watched it back in July as part of a movie scavenger hunt. So I was kind of counting that. But Christmas Evil is usually one of those movies that I genuinely love to watch. It's uh, it's usually paired with something like the ginger, uh, the ginger dead man which I didn't add to this list or my honorable mentions because uh, I already watched it this season with Joe Bob and The Last Drive-In. That was a hoot. You guys, if you haven't watched the Joe Bob Christmas special, go back and watch it. You watch The Brain and The Ginger Dead Man with Gary Busey. So, guys, Christmas Evil. It's, It's good. You got a toy maker who is just suffering a mental break, and all he wants to do is he wants to have the idyllic Christmas, right? It's almost like 
the stepfather. He wants that, like, Norman Rockwell family. All Harry wants is that Norman Rockwell Christmas. And if that doesn't happen, well, someone is gonna pay. All right, and last but not least on this list, anybody who would stare at someone intently and just kind of like eyeball them during the holiday season and just simply whisper the words, naughty, punish. Everybody knows it's silent night, deadly night. Oh, Billy, whatever will we do with you? Was the night before Christmas, when all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care, in hopes that St. Nicholas soon would be there. Now, Silent Night, Deadly Night brings us the story of a traumatized child who witnessed the murder of his parents, brought to an orphanage, and then <laughs> he saw something even more frightening because he's dealing with the traumatic episode of watching Santa kill his parents. He's brought to the orphanage where he's being forced to deal with seeing Santa again. It's bringing back those flashbacks. He is a he is a messed up kid, guys. So Billy grows up again. More traumatic stuff happens. He again, there's a lot of psychotic breaks in these movies. That's really it. Billy goes on a, on, on a little psychotic rampage. He's killing folks. He's he's impaling them. He's killing them when they're going down on sleds. He's choking them out. He's slitting their throats. He's. What a guy takes a, a, I think he takes an axe to the chest. I see this movie pretty much every single year. Uh, there's still so much to watch. Uh, if you want to watch Silent Night, Deadly Night 1 and then Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 back to back, I would highly recommend it. You could also skip the first half of Silent Night, Deadly Night 2 because it's just a repeat. They show flashbacks, little clips, 45 minutes, 45 minutes of that second film is is scenes from the first movie. Don't get me wrong. I understand smart ways to make money, but 
but that's just I don't know. That might be a line to cross. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure. If you know what Silent Night, Deadly Night is, I don't know how much to go into it without ruining some stuff. But guys, if you know what it is, you know what it is. This is a movie that is totally synonymous with holiday horror. It's a hoot. And I mean that wholeheartedly. I say it a lot. I do. I do. But Silent Night, Deadly Night is just one of those films. Everybody who watches it, yet there's no gray area. You know what I mean? Yeah, you either love it or it's just not your cup of eggnog. So Silent Night, Deadly Night, you got so many people. You got Robert Brian Wilson, who plays Billy when he's kind of going crazy. You have horror royalty, Linnea Quigley in this film. Lillian Chauvin plays Mother Superior, and I think she's so great as a character. She's so fun as a character. Yeah, I also love uh, uh, Britt Leach, who is the he's the store owner, the drunken store owner who gives Billy his job and he forces him to become Santa for kids to come and sit on his lap. I mean, God, this is why he snaps. This is why he snaps people. And this is why we get Silent Night, Deadly Night. All right, let's go and do some uh, honorable mentions. Again, no particular order. These are just some holiday movies that I think are still fun. They didn't really just make my top 10 list. I actually had to swap one of them out. Rare Exports, fantastic foreign horror for Christmas time. Talk about like some deep cuts to some folklore uh, origins of Santa, much like the folklore we got with Krampus. Rare Exports, great flick. A Christmas Horror Story. Now, I love Trick or Treat around the holiday season that is October and Halloween. Trick or Treat, I think, is one of the most fluidic and well-connected anthologies that I've seen. A Christmas Horror Story. It's a, it's a close second. It really is. A Christmas Horror Story, another fantastic Christmas anthology featuring William Shatner. Uh, a great little flick. It's on uh, Prime, if I'm not mistaken, and I believe Tubi. Uh, Rare Exports is on Prime, if I'm not mistaken as well. Now, if you want a little fun in your life and you want to get some jingles into your head, Anna and the Apocalypse, if you want some zombies, some Christmas zombies, Anna and the Apocalypse is your jam. Great music, great cast, talent. There is some solid talent in that film. Now, if you want some Home Alone styling with little child sociopaths, better watch out is also a great one to watch. And finally, how can we not forget? My friend Gerald over at Two Peas on a Podcast will 100% agree with me. Fat man. Let's watch Mel Gibson shoot it out with an assassin hired to kill him because you have a pissy little kid who is on the naughty list. All right, guys. There is your holiday horror recommendations. Maybe watch a few on the last days of uh, December or plan ahead for next holiday season or any time. Doesn't matter. You do you. 
Guys, we hope that you had a great time celebrating this December with your friends, family, loved ones, anybody that could bring you some joy. We all thank you for joining us here at the Real Feels Podcast. If this is your first time joining us, welcome. We love to sit here and talk movies. Go ahead and check out our uh, our episode library. We got plenty of episodes for you to uh, browse, listen. Visit us on social media, up on Facebook and on Instagram to search for The Real Feels Podcast. On Twitter, yeah, I'm going to still call it Twitter. Come at me. We are at Real Feels Pod. You can always send us an email at realfeelspodcast at gmail.com. And guys, we still have the Tooch line, 661-376-0030. Call up the Tooch line. That's the Real Feels Podcast hotline. We'd love to get your recommendations for some holiday horror. Tell us how your time went with some family and friends. But guys, more importantly, please take care of yourselves. Look out for those who may need it and look out for those who may not have the courage, the strength to ask for that help. Check in on some folks. Be kind to others. But more importantly, and always remember, you're the realist and the feelist. We'll catch you later, guys. <laughs>